back to another episode of the Carter Cast. I'm your host, Carter Bond. With me today, it's the football pod. No Connor, unfortunately, today. Merry Christmas to Connor. Hope you had a great holidays. He'll be back next week. We're doing basketball pod next week. But we have Grant. We have Dylan. We're back, boys. We're back. I hope you guys had a Merry Christmas. Very Merry Christmas. Rocking my new shirt. Shout out to my fiance, soon-to-be wife, Abby. If you... Football bets, five cents. Snoopy. We all knew Snoopy was a Michigan fan, right? 100 percent yeah we know that we know that no merry christmas guys is it, it was good holidays for me really nice relaxing time like it was it was perfect it was amazing all right we ready i mean let's just get right into it we're gonna do the pot a little bit different today quick plan uh nfl we're not gonna run through every single game we're gonna run through five games we're gonna do favorite five games we want to talk about most important games we're going to talk about it afterwards. We'll talk about picks if we want, and then we'll build the parlay and we'll get out of here. But first, the college football playoff is here. Dylan, the moment you've been waiting for, Michigan is in the college football playoff again. Actually have a chance this year. We knew. We knew last year they didn't actually have a chance. We knew Georgia. Well, let's pull it back a little bit, okay? So let's what are you talking honest. about here? Let's be honest. Just, just throw yet last year, throw it in the trash. It's fine. It's fine. Michigan. All right, let's do it. TCU, Michigan, Michigan minus seven and a half, over under 58 and a half. Dylan, what do you got for me? Um, I asked Abby if we could have this playing. So, so getting married Saturday for, I've, I've said it before on here, but uh, we have a TV. We're up at the chapel. There's a TV in the back because it's, you know, used for church or whatever. So the singers have to know their words. Abby said we couldn't have the Michigan game on during the ceremony, mm. which I kind of understand it. I understand it. So, uh, uh, yeah, this game is going to be interesting. Obviously, everybody likes we'll be, Michigan. We'll be watching in your honor. 100%. And if you, want, if you want to text me updates, that would be awesome. Oh, yeah. I, I told Jake, and he's score updater. He's best man. Part of his duties is now score updater. So I will text you play by play. I'll be like the score feed, just texting you nonstop. It'd be Carter's what? red zone. <laughs> Carter's college football red zone. Yeah, yep, exactly. Exactly. I'm Scott Hansen of texting people dirt score updates during the wedding. I promise I'll I'm there for you. If you need my services, just email me, DM me, hit me up. I'm there for you. But what, I, in this game, Michigan, Michigan, everyone's gonna assume they're gonna steamroll this TCU team. TCU squeaked by so many games this year. Then Michigan, they just bully these teams. How do we not just take Michigan minus seven and a half and just be be chalk and be public? Well, what what worries me is that it opened at like nine, nine and a half, and it got all the way down here. And this game is being played closer to TCU than it is to Michigan. I think it's in Arizona, Phoenix, maybe. Yes. So Cardinal Stadium. Uh, I don't know. My biggest worry is you know wedding day, our reception or our uh, ceremonies at five thirty. Michigan is just like a second half team. So I know that we're going to go into halftime right when the ceremony starts and it's going to be like tied Michigan's Michigan's down maybe three or seven and then Michigan comes back and, and wins the game. And it's just kind of the story of their season. So if I, I took Michigan, I got minus nine at the very beginning, just to ride as a fan, I will probably take TCU first half because I, I think we've seen time and time again, Michigan comes out, they want to run the ball with Donovan Edwards. They get somewhere, but the other team's able to hang in. It's the second half when, when you know, Ohio State, Penn State, in this case, TCU, starts to get tired and Michigan pulls away. I just don't know. The line movement scares me to take full game, but I like TCU for the first half. 
Okay, Ooh. but contrary to that is TCU hasn't played great in the first half of these games either. They've had to come back with these miraculous comebacks, like the Baylor one especially. I guess, an, uh, was it an unstoppable force meets an immovable object? I, yeah. I think I kind of have to defer to the first half guy here and see what he has to say about it. Yeah, I don't like the first half play. <laughs> like, this is a stay away first half play. The reason why is because I already have Georgia as my five-star or five-unit play first half against Ohio State. So I don't really like to press my luck on both games. Um, but no, I, 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 man, I've gone back and forth on this one because as you guys know, I am the second biggest Michigan fan on this podcast. I just, I don't know, behind man. Connor. I, yeah, exactly. Behind Connor. I kind of like the seven and a half points. Call me crazy, man. I kind of do too. It seems just so like the I, hook, I mentioned before I the, the podcast, hook. like these are going to be some white girl picks in the super basic, but like, how do you not love it? How does that not hit though? I kind of love the hook, but the little half point is what makes me just very intrigued in taking it. And I almost think they're bait, they're baiting us. Like Vegas is baiting me to take that seven and a half. But I think I'm going to be a, you know, a slut. And I think I'm going to take it because <laughs> I've gone back and forth. I've thought of like the what Dylan said, where they he just sees Michigan just gassing him out and rolling them. But there's so much heart in this TCU team. I just think they're like not going to just get absolutely trampled. Like I think they're going to leave it all on the field. I think that's why they can cover a touchdown. Ah, oh, man, I go back and forth on it, but that's, that's, I'm for sure going to put at least a unit on it and uh, live with the points. I, I probably, what I'll do is I'll put a unit pregame seven plus seven and a half and then look to live bet something, whatever happens early on. See if I can either hedge with a couple more points if, you know, Michigan goes up early or if the opposite happens and I can get, you know, Michigan closer to almost a pick them, then hammer Michigan at that point. So that would be kind of my game plan going into the game. I don't hate that. I, I think live betting is kind of the play here. Uh, last thing on the gambling side of the game, well, then we'll talk about like the actual game itself. Under? Under? I'm not no. an unders guy, but you said first half under. You tweeted it out at me. Yeah, first half under maybe, but not full game. I think towards the end, uh, I, if TCU has the capability to, to throw on this team, that's the thing. And I think that at any given moment, uh, especially in the second half, once TCU is worn down on defense that – both these teams can score pretty much whenever they want. I'm not going to take the full game over, and I really liked it. I think it actually moved from its opening. I don't know what it's at right now, but for some reason, I want to say half right now. For some reason, I want to say it was at like 56 when it opened. I could be wrong there, but uh, I'm not going to take it. I do kind of lean full game over though. Oh well, okay. Well, if you're going to tell me not to take an under, then I am fully against taking an under. <laughs> yeah, that's all we need to hear. <laughs> Let's just, talk, let's just talk about the game, though. Mm -hmm. I, I just think Michigan comes out there and just bullies this TCU team. I don't think TCU has seen a team quite like the offensive line and the run game of Michigan. They're just going to run it down their throats and just, just kill the clock. I, I hope so. And, you know, Big 12 teams are built a little bit different than, than the Big 10. What worries me is I like being the underdog. Like, that's what's so fun about the Ohio State game is every year they – they don't expect us to beat them and we end up doing it. And when you're the favorite, it's just not as, I don't know, not, it's not as fun. And it's a little bit worrisome because everybody has written off this TCU team and we can say what they want, what we want, but ESPN has consistently said they have one of the best strength of record and you know, they win the games when it matters, even if it's not by convincing fashion. So I don't know. I, I don't want to go on here and say, I think Michigan's going to steamroll them. 
Because I, th- I think there is a world where TCU keeps it close. I just, I hope it doesn't happen. I got to have something. The Titans are bad. I need a Michigan national championship. <laughs> oh, man, we're going to Natty. We're just like a game, Dylan. I'm going straight to Natty. Literally, play, as I look play at the in the national championship. Oh, I'll, okay. I'll I got it. You're like, I, I just want to win a national championship. I'm like, oh, my. <laughs> I mean, the odds, okay, so the championship winner odds right now, Michigan is plus 290. So you can get them plus 290 to win the championship. You can get Ohio State plus 375. And obviously, you can get TCU crazy odds plus 1,400. And Georgia's at minus 135, which to me feels like free money at minus 135. But it's that's the most square pick ever. They're not They're not making it to the, the, the championship. We'll get into that game in just one second. The last thing on this Michigan game is, I'll just say this, I think Michigan steamrolls this game. I think it's going to be a boring, boring game, if I'm going to be honest. And I think the first possession of this game will be huge. If Michigan gets the ball, I feel like Michigan's going to drain the clock. It's going to be an eight-minute drive, just running it five yards, six yards, seven yards, every play. I feel like if TCU gets the ball and there's an early turnover that Michigan gets, I think it's game right there. TCU has to make a stop or score on the first possession of the game, in my opinion, or else I think Michigan can just carry this game. Because also, Michigan can hold a lead with their run game, their offensive line. And McCarthy can, if he needs to make a throw, he's shown he can make a throw time and time again. I'm not really worried about him against TCU. I really think Michigan handles this game. I know as a fan, you're just so worried, especially that you're not going to be able to watch the second half, that you're just like, I I just, you have to be pessimistic about these games. Duke in the final four. I knew knew they were going to lose. I assumed they were going to lose. You always assume your team's going to lose in the championship unless they're the underdog. Then you're like, yeah, we might win. But when they're the favorite, you're like, we're probably going to lose. We're going to humiliate ourselves. I know why you feel that way. But from a neutral perspective, I just don't see how this TCU team wins. I really don't. They have not been convincing in any game this year. And when they finally had to play K-State with a legit quarterback, what happened? They lost. Yeah. The, the thing that scares me is, is historically speaking, since we've had the 14 playoff, the semifinal games have been, there's been a lot of blowouts. That's what gives me a little bit of reservation with picking the seven and a half points. That's the only thing that freaks me out because like teams have been blown out. And the big 12 teams have been blown out time and time again. A lot of these teams have been blown out. So that does scare me. But again, if any team has been able to keep games close and win weird close games, it's been TCU. And again, I'm, I'm going to lean on the fact of a solid leader and quarterback. Hopefully they can get enough from their defense and obviously they can produce enough offense. That's why I think, I think they can keep it close or at the end of the day, maybe just some garbage backdoor cover. That's kind of what I'm hoping for. There we go. Well, we're, we're Michigan fans. We are fully supporting yeah. Michigan. Unfortunately, yeah. we cannot be at Dylan's wedding. I would much rather be at Dylan's wedding than watching the Michigan game on my couch. But I will be watching in honor. I, I will be fully, fully, fully supporting Michigan and texting Dylan constantly. Yeah. And it won't be like, you know, when you go in the score chat and when you don't, it's like, you have like Portland State versus Pacific, and you're like, I can't get this game on any network. I can only look at the score chat. And you have all the trolls in the score chat. I won't be a troll, I promise. <laughs> I appreciate that. That would that could end poorly for me yeah, that- if I start freaking out. <laughs> Do you- I'm just, I'm just sitting there thinking, like, do you take her to be your lawfully wedded wife? And then Dylan's just sitting there like, 
Yeah. <laughs> I just no. keep I, I keep thinking of that uh what is it the AT&T commercial where she's like he's short. He's yeah. so clearly short. He's short and she's like, "Bro, <laughs> it's so awkward." That's true. Oh man. That's a good point. You should not be screaming anything out, but you will be getting updates. Uh but let's move on. Ohio State, Georgia. This is at Georgia essentially in Atlanta. Georgia minus six and a half, over under 62 and a half. I, I mean, I grant, I know you feel strongly about this one. I do. And to be honest, Dylan is spot on on many things, but the one thing he is not spot on with is Georgia football. If, if Dylan says left with Georgia football, you go right, you go far right. If he says right, you go far left. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Dylan does not have the best track record with Georgia. So I'm going to say this. Georgia has has proven enough to have the benefit of the doubt of my money behind them. That's all I'm going to say. Not only have they been there, not only have they – look, you give these Saban tree guys, like, plenty of time to prepare for teams. They are dis- they're good. They show up for these games. They want to be there. Defense is still there. The, you know, the milkman, the mailman, whatever you want to call him, does enough on offense. Like, I think they're going to be fine. That's why I kind of love the 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 fast start and first half play as my five-unit play. So I'm back in Georgia, not only first half, but I think I will take a – I'll sprinkle a little bit on the full game too. On the minus, It's minus six and a half now. So I'm going to touch down. What – you say that full game's six and a half? Mm-hmm. It's under, okay. it's under seven now. Well, I might, I, I've been wrong about Georgia. I will put my hand up, but I've been extremely right about Ohio State almost any time I talk about Ohio State. True. And whether it's their team, whether it's their fraud of a quarterback, I've been right about this Ohio State team. And I, it pains me to say it. it. It really does. But if any team is suited to beat Georgia, it's Ohio State. And you look at Georgia's numbers – you know, their weakness on defense is the pass defense. And it's not much of a weakness, but they are allowing just over 200 passing yards per game uh, in, the, in the air. So, I don't know. I, I think Ohio State could pull this one out. I think they could win the game. I would wait until game time to bet it if you want to bet the spread. I do think it gets to seven. I think once uh, December 30th, December 31st rolls around right before game time, a lot of people are going to see that they can get Georgia for under a touchdown and take it. Uh, but I'm on Ohio State here, and I really do think this is the one team that could give Georgia fits. And, you know, as much as I hate to say it, I don't, I don't think Michigan will play Georgia as well as Ohio State can. So. Hmm. Hmm. And the crazy thing is, is like you make – you do make a good point. It's not really an, emo- an emotional hedge game for you. No, I and honestly, like this isn't this really. You got to believe me. It's not filtering into the to the bet that I'm placing. Nothing would make me happier to, than to see Ohio State Michigan national championship. Uh, and it's not. I'm not trying to be funny. Like, oh, we beat Ohio State. We want to play them again. That that's good for the rivalry. Ohio State Michigan national championship is good that for would the rivalry. Be, that would be the ultimate trump card, though. Oh, beating them in the national championship. Either side. What if they beat Michigan? Yeah. No, that's that's true. I, I, as a Duke I fan, I, well, as, a, as a Duke basketball fan, I feel this every day. All my timeline, I see that Caleb Love shot on my timeline every single day. I went to the game. It is, it is. You're playing with high stakes there, Dylan. So be careful what you wish for. It's almost like 
I would almost rather have Michigan win and Ohio State lose, and then I could just claim that Ohio State has ruined the rivalry because we're just like such a step up. Like, like we're trying to keep the rivalry going, play at, play at high uh, a high level, and Ohio State's just bringing the rivalry down. So you're yeah. you're almost right. Maybe I should be rooting for Georgia. Yes, you should be. But the thing hmm. is, Georgia, I think, gives Michigan a tougher game. Oh my. I don't know. It's tough to be you a team so twice in one season. You are so wrong about this Georgia team. This yeah, Georgia team is so good. At this Where point, it's not even skill, from? though. At this point, even... it's not even about the skill. It's just about the fact that you're you're playing the same team that you played nearly a month ago. I mean, it's the same team. And, and it's very tough to beat teams. We saw it last year, Georgia-Alabama. It is not easy to beat the same team twice in a year. Now, you have some one-off cases. Mr. Pac-12, Utah beats USC twice. But it's very, very one off but the other like another counterpoint to that is georgia has been in the national championship game before they have that experience michigan does not you don't want to go up against that experience of georgia they every single one of those players has been there so so are you asking me now who i'd rather want to play yes You'd rather play Ohio State, bro. Are you kidding me? No doubt. You'd rather play Ohio State. Oh Even my. though you do have the risk of if you lose to Ohio State, ultimate trump card forever. Ohio State fans have the ultimate trump card over Michigan if they win. Vice versa is true. I would uh, – I don't know, man. I would rather play Ohio State for the narrative. I I don't know. That's a tough one. I'll have to pray about that one. I think – Yeah, I think you do have to pray about that one. I think you do. Um, I'll tell you what I'm doing. It's going to – a lot of people are doing this, and I'm going to fall right into the pack. Michigan-Georgia money line parlay. I, won't, I mean, why would you not? It's minus 115. That's probably why not is because everybody's going to be doing it. <laughs> so? <laughs> uh, that's actually not a bad play, Carter. Oh, you, my god! I gosh. know you love it. I know you love it, Grant. That's not a bad play, bro. That might be the play. And then when Ohio State, you know, takes their – well, that would suck for my five being to play. But if they somehow in the beginning of the game just punch them in the mouth, then that's when you can lie bet Georgia too. Look, I I just don't I, – I just don't – they just got beat up by Michigan, right? Ohio State got beat up by Michigan. That's a, the exact same team Georgia has, if not a little bit more physical. So – I just don't know, man. I don't know how Ohio's just going to pull this one off. Like, really how is CJ How is CJ Stroud going to handle the pressure of these Georgia defensive linemen? It's a different animal, bro. This Georgia team is 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 ridiculous, bro. And and they thing. get up for these big games, and it's a home game. They're playing in Atlanta. Uh, it's the, let's pump the brakes on the home game talk, okay? I don't think it's that close to <laughs> we can. Just because it's in with state lines doesn't mean it's a home game. I'll it's get the stats. Forty-five minutes, it. isn't it? Yeah, that's a pretty home game. But here's the thing, Dylan. We saw what they did to Tennessee. "Quote unquote" pass happy offense, right? An amazing quarterback, amazing receivers, dominated them, bro. And now they were home. But as Carter's saying, this is also kind of a home game. But if you're saying like that's their biggest weakness, I don't know, man. I think they're able to figure out some of those like the issues that they've had, and they're able to they're able to shut down some explosive offenses. You also have to consider the fact that that Tennessee's defense is much worse than Ohio State's. And, and Ohio State's defense is not anything great, but it's not as bad as Tennessee's. I just look at the teams that, that Georgia's beaten. I mean, they beat the living hell out of Oregon. Like, they beat them up so hard. And then but ran. That... 
And Rand where, hey, where was that game at, Grant? Uh, actually, no. That was in Vegas, wasn't it? Mercedes Benz in Atlanta. No, that was in yeah, no. it was in Atlanta, Falcon Stadium. Yeah, home and they, game. And they literally dominated. And I know, I know, Oregon's a different team, but they still had Bo Nix. They were healthy at that time, and it was just bad. So, like, they've beaten good teams, and I just don't know how many real tests have Ohio State had besides Michigan, which they literally got destroyed in. Uh, Penn State. Exactly. That's where I that's where I go. I go for the experience a hundred percent. Give me that all day. But what experience has Georgia had this year? Like we're talking about this Ohio State Michigan game. I guess you could say Tennessee. That really wasn't much of a game. And we I think you could make a, a semi legitimate argument that Tennessee maybe wasn't that good of a team. I think they were still good, maybe top fifteen, but maybe they shouldn't have been in the conversation for top four. Other I mean, than that, Tennessee game, Georgia you can say Oregon, but that was the first week of the year. I, I think, in my opinion, that's one that, take it with a grain of salt, you can blow out a team, that's fine. And Oregon ended up being decent, but I don't know. I don't know. I, all I'm saying is Oregon and Tennessee, to me, are more impressive wins than Penn State. As mm, but, a- the, but Penn State's only two losses came to Michigan and Ohio State. Yeah, that's true. It's tough. I, I, I'm with you guys. It's tough, but I guess I've been wrong about Georgia. Also, it's just the hard. other thing, too, is you mentioned before is like, oh, well, everyone's taking it. That's why you shouldn't take it. The public actually usually wins in the college football playoff. Everybody and their mother was on LSU in 2019, 2020. Oh yeah. Everybody. And guess what happened? LSU still blew out every team. Everybody won. Everybody was happy. The sports books were ruined. And then what happened the next year? Alabama. Everybody was on Mac Jones in Alabama. Guess no. what? what world were you? No, they were not. George, Alabama just came off of winning the, in the SEC semifinal? championship in the semifinal against Cincy. You're talking about? Are you talking about against Cincy? Yes. Oh, I was, okay. I was talking. Wait, about no, that was last year. That was last year. No, 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 no. I'm talking about when they played Notre Dame in the semifinal in 2020. Oh, dude, 2021. Oh, I don't. I don't remember much about that. That was a guarantee. That was cash. Look, all, all I can say is this. It's just hard for me to bet against this Georgia team. Because, like I said, every test they've had, they've, they've passed. They had the experience of being in the natty. Ohio State, to me, has not been impressive this year. Their biggest physical test, they got blown out at home. Like, I just can't back that team. I can't. I can understand what you're saying. Like, the, 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 the it matters who you play, right? Like, the style of play matters more, right? The, the matchups are huge in these games. I just can't back Ohio State right now, dude. Okay, real quick, and then we'll close up college football here. Uh, give me score predictions for both games. I'll oh, go first. Goodness. TCU, 21, Michigan, 35. I can see that score. TCU, 24, Michigan, 42. I'm going to go TCU, 28. Michigan 31. Ooh, close game. All right. Yeah. Uh, I got to cover somehow my prediction. Georgia, Ohio State. Georgia 38, Ohio State 21. How is Georgia putting up 38 points? <laughs> I don't know, bro. I think I definitely could see them in the 30s, bro. Oh, my goodness. You guys are killing me. Then give, give me a score. Georgia, Georgia bias, bro, it kills me. 
Georgia 28, Ohio State. Thirty-five. So therefore, you would like the under, correct? No, no, that covers that's sixty-three on the dot. Mm-hmm. That's that's good math right there. Good job by you. Georgia, Georgia thirty-one, Ohio State seventeen. Okay. You guys really? Oh man. Oh okay. man. All right. Yeah. Let's. Uh, you guys ready to do NFL? Well, let's go. Let's go too early. Playoff predictions or uh, championship predictions. So I had Michigan and Ohio State winning. I say Michigan national champions. Michigan, Georgia, Georgia wins. Mm. <laughs> yep, Michigan, Georgia, Georgia wins. Even though I'm pulling for Michigan, I would be. Yeah. I would be I would thrilled. Thrilled if Michigan won. I would be thrilled. I don't I care would... about Georgia football. I genuinely don't. Yeah, well, I appreciate and I also hate Ohio State. I hate as Ohio much as State. as much as like we should we should have bias. I actually don't. I feel like I've proven that, but I just don't. <laughs> I think Georgia wins the Natty again, bro. Okay. I think it'll be a better game between Michigan than it will Ohio State for sure. Mm. I think Michigan will give them a game. I'm excited. I'm so excited. Saturday is going to be a great sports day. Great <laughs> sports day. I'm, I'm and I'm headed down to Utah Valley to watch a basketball game that day too, and the playoff. Anyhow, let's move on. NFL. Uh, first game we'll talk about AFC East, the Dolphins and the Pats. The Pats are a three-point favorite right now. This is basically well, the winner is basically guaranteed a playoff spot. It's in New England. No Tua. Pats are winning this game, aren't they? So are we going to see Teddy? Is that is that who's in line to start? Yeah, it's yeah Teddy, it's Teddy right now. Teddy B, Teddy Two Gloves. And, lot, and people love – I like I Teddy. Yeah, he's not bad. He's not a bad backup. He's not a bad backup. But when it comes down to you need to win a game against Bill Belichick Ooh. on the road to go to the playoffs, do you want Teddy Bridgewater as your quarterback? Let's be honest. Here's what I'm going to say. I'm not – I've sworn off Patriots games. I told you. I told you guys. I, actually, I don't I don't think I said it on the show, but I was very close to taking Patriots plus three and a half, and I didn't because of what happened against the Raiders. And if I, I would If I would have taken that and that lost it the way that I would have lost it, I, I don't know what I would have done. I'd have been furious. With that being said, I do lean the Dolphins here plus three. I don't – after what happened against the Raiders, I don't trust Belichick. What I don't care if he drew it up. I don't care if the players went rogue. It doesn't matter. I don't trust Belichick after that. Control the locker room. You you get yourself in that locker room, and you make sure that stuff does not happen. It, it just doesn't matter. So I said I wasn't going to talk about the game. I'm not betting anything in it, but I would lean the Dolphins. I'm not going to touch anything actually in the game either. I'm going to put a unit on the Patriots. <laughs> And I know well, <laughs> Mac Jones is historically worse at home. I believe me. I, I do not love the idea of betting behind Mac Jones. The reason why I know we always talk about whenever players out, the public is just ridiculous with how they sway the line. So I'm normally on the other side. I'm normally, I'd be all over this line. It's just, I don't know. I have to play the Patriots here. I have, I, I, I literally saw it and I was like, I have to put a unit on that. And I don't know why it's calling me other than the fact of Belichick playoffs, Patriots are synonymous with making the playoffs. They have to win this. This is a must-win game. They have to win this game. They cannot lose this game because then 
the Dolphins basically control like that playoff spot as long as they take care of the Jets. So I think I lean a unit on the um the pads. I'm gonna live with it. That's that's where I'm going this this Sunday. Oh, my goodness, this game this game's gross. I'm from I'm not gonna take anything. I lean the Patriots just because I just like you said. I don't want I don't want to be on the side of Mac Jones. I also don't want to be on the side of Teddy Bridgewater coming in. Not hasn't played since what the Bengals game a couple weeks ago, yeah. or like t- ten weeks ago when he got that <laughs> concussion. Yeah, no, that was the Jets. He went out and played once. Jets, Jets, that's right. Yeah, yeah. no, uh, Eileen Pats here. I don't think I'll. I, I wasn't even mad. I, I I was I was on Pats three and a half. I wasn't even mad though. That had no business covering. No business. Like you can't even be mad if you had the Pats. You can't even be mad there. You're like whatever. Like yeah, I lost on an extra point, but. Down twenty two nothing. You had no business covering. Yeah. If you lose on an extra on a point after like, a touchdown, yeah, then yeah, and you also, have also a... also you couldn't have made me mad on Sunday after the Panthers winning. You couldn't have made me mad, baby. You couldn't have. Someone someone here made their uh, made their best bet the Lions. That was not my best bet. That was my game preview. My best bet was 49ers commanders under thirty whatever it was, and they ended up scoring about eighty points. <laughs> Jeez, bro. Well, let's talk about America's favorite team, the Lord's team, the Carolina Panthers. Mm -hmm. They're playing on the road at Tampa Bay. My sweet, sweet Carolina Panthers are plus three. It opened at seven and a half, seven and a half, and got bet down immediately within two hours down to three. Over under 40 and a half. I don't care about a total in this game. I just want to talk about the game. I love the Panthers in this game. I know, I know this Panthers team in and out, and I'm sure, I'm sure. Let me look at the public right now. Let's look at the money right now. It's 68% of the public's on the Panthers, 95% of the money. I don't care. I know this Bucks team is not good. I know there's going to be weird juju with the refs, Tom Brady, all this stuff. Whatever. I don't care. The Panthers can run it down their throats. This Bucks defense is de- depleted. This Panthers offensive line is one of the sneaky best units in football right now. We can run it down anybody's throat right now. You saw that Lions game. It was just constant 10-yard runs, 10-yard runs. And when Sam Darnold follows the script, doesn't have to go out of place, doesn't have to do anything too crazy, he's not a bad quarterback. And he can go against this terrible Bucks defense. And the best part of all, this Bucks defense is not good. Don't you dare go there. But before we stop that, the Panthers defense is going to murder Tom Brady on Sunday. Murder. This Bucks offensive line, they lost. They're on their third string left tackle. Brian Burns is going to have three sacks in this game. He is going to dominate. And I fully expect the Panthers to win. I fully also expect to have my heart broken as well. And the Panthers probably lose this game. Tom Brady wins off some stupid ref bull crap, and they get some stupid defensive defensive PI call, and we lose this game on a stupid field goal probably. But I really think this Panthers team wins. I really do. I really think this Panthers team wins. And I think we lose the following week to the Saints and blow the NFC South. That's brutal. That is brutal. What do you got, Dylan? Uh, so before I get to the whole Buccaneers defense thing, because that was just that was just atrocious, Carter. Uh, I will say, I'm not betting any any bets I have that are already in or from last week. I'm not betting anything this week. I've not looked at anything. Don't take anything I say as betting advice. Too busy of a week, not looking at stuff. But I do have a, a Panthers plus seven from 
last week that I bet. Um, when I look at this game, I still I still do like the Panthers, but Carter, you can't you cannot come on this vessel and just start spewing stuff like the Buccaneers defense is bad because I have it I have it pulled up right here. We're looking at five yards per play allowed. That's the one, two, three, four, five, sixth lowest in all of professional football. The lowest amount of rushing yards per attempt allowed. We're looking at oh shoot, that's actually so wrong. That is so wrong. Hold on a second. I was looking at team offense. Computing right now. Not defense. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. We're looking at fifth. Fifth least yards per play allowed. Five yards per play allowed. Third least passing yards allowed per attempt. Rush defenses, eh. They're in the middle of the pack there. That's the whole key, though. But right there. Mid- right there. Right there. Rush middle defense. Of, middle of the pack. Middle of the pack. This Carolina offensive line is great. They are a great offensive line. Top 10 offensive line. And this run game, when Dante Foreman's healthy, has proven they can run it down people's throats. And what we did it at the beginning of the year. We dominated the line against them, ran it down their throats. They're more injured now. What? Why can't we do it again when we're even more prepared now? They're allowing the opposing team to score on 32% of drives. That's fifth lowest. Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, where do you, where else do you want to go? Let's see third down, how they do on third down. Oh, there we go. We're looking at six lowest, 36.7% third down conversion. Red zone defense isn't great. I, I don't know. I, no dog in this fight. I want the Panthers to do well. I, I'm, I'm team Panthers, but you can't come on here and just start saying stuff like the Tampa Bay Bucks defense okay, is bad. Right. When that's you know, the only thing scr- holding their we team can, We can scratch that, but you did say middle of the pack, middle of the road, rush defense. That's yeah. all I need to know. That's all I need to know. So I'm hearing Foreman rushing yards. I think that's a fine bet. Okay. Thanks. I got him on fantasy squad, so that would make me happy. Um, this is this is a, I, I, the only reason I I bet this is because you let you are so passionate about it, Carter. Other than that, like I just these NFC South. Games, when have like, I steered I, you wrong from the Carolina Panthers? You haven't. That's what I'm saying. You really haven't. You've been on the money, and I've said it multiple times publicly and privately. You have your pulse on the on the Panthers team like nobody's business. So I might put a unit on it just, you know, for the boys to ride with the Panthers. I mean, plus three is still pretty nice. Like, I could see this game for sure being within three points. I don't know if I take the money line, but I could definitely see myself taking a unit on the uh, plus three. Okay, sweet. Well, uh, let's move on real quick. All right, let's do Jets Seahawks. Jets on the road, minus one and a half. Mike White starting over under 42 and a half. I don't even know. I don't even know. It's a loser leaves town game. Loser this game is out of the playoffs, essentially. Uh, I don't know what to do. I really don't. Ooh. <laughs> what do you got, Dylan? You go first, then I'll, I'll, I'll follow up. I have nothing. I hate to say it, Grant. Jets are, uh, Jets are dead to me. They had a chance to dig the, dig the Jaguars' own grave for them, and uh, they didn't do it. Zach Wilson, I was all over his rush plus pass yards, and he ended up with 99 and a nice warm seat on the bench come the fourth quarter. So Jets are dead to me. I won't be betting this game. And, and the Seahawks screwed me too. So I, nothing for me. I, I kind of like the over, guys. Um, just because I, I do think – yeah, I know. It's crazy. 42 points. The, the Jets defense has been hit or miss as of late. They've not been amazing. Um, they've been obviously solid. They're still good. Still solid, but for some reason, I think there's going to be a lot of points scored against this uh, Seahawks defense, 
And I think the Jets are going to allow enough maybe to cover. That's my only play. I just can't take the Jets minus one and a half against this team. I don't really know what's going to happen. I feel like it's going to be a shootout. So that's why I lean over. But I, I think for the first time in a very long time, I'm not going to bet a Jets game. My argument for the Jets is we even saw Steve Young say in an interview this week. I think he was on Ben Criddle's show. These guys get up for Mike White, and they don't for Zach Wilson. You saw the de- the defense plays differently when Mike White's in the game and when Zach Wilson's in the game. It's so hard as a defense to stay motivated when you realize the offense can't go anywhere. And Mike White in this game against this Seahawks pass defense, this, with this pass rush, this is awful. We saw Sam Darnold cook them, cook them. That's why I like Garrett Wilson props in this game as well. Uh, and I also, I, I, I lean the jets. I'm going to stay away just cause I don't like the, I don't want to take the jets on the road. Must win game. Mike white coming off an injury. I don't know how bad the injury is. Like, is he actually healthy? Do we know this is a stay away, but I, I lean the jets. It's going to be a fun game though. It's going to be a super fun game. And I actually kind of like the over there, Grant. I I actually kind of agree with you, even though like you see this jets defense can shut teams down, but I think it's weirdly going to be a sneaky shootout. Yeah, and it's funny because, I mean, statistically, the defense has actually been better under Zach Wilson and Mike White, but the offense has for sure been better under Mike White. So, like, yeah, that's – like, the defense is allowing more points when Mike White's under center. In the Minnesota game, they allowed a ton. Literally, in the Buffalo game, obviously, they allowed a ton. In all these other games, like the games in Joe Flacco, they allowed a ton of points. So, like, they're for sure allowing – they they have the potential to allow a ton of points. Geno Smith might be able to revenge game cook them, you know what I'm saying? So – that's what I'm saying. I think there's going to be points galore for some reason. I don't hate that. I don't hate it. All right, let's move on. Final game we're going to talk about, uh, and then we'll we'll just run through the parlay real quick. Shorter episode today, um, but let's do it. Bills, Bengals, Monday night. Bills minus one and a half on the road in Cincinnati, over under 49 and a half. Uh, I like the Bills in this one. I'm with you. I like the Bills too. And I've been high on the Bengals, but they, they – uh... I don't know. They've been real hot. I think it's time for it to come down a little bit. I still think they make the playoffs. Still, I think they. I think they have the Ravens week eighteen. That probably is going to end up being the division. So, but I do like the Bills here. I have this line being at more like three instead of one and a half. So I do think there's some value on Buffalo. I don't like taking road favorites, but I don't know. I guess I'll I'll bite the bullet and do it this time. I still think the Bengals are a good team, but I think the Bills get it done in Cincinnati. The the Bengals have been a little shaky these last couple weeks too, and the Bills, why are they a favorite on the road? It's kind of that line feels like it should be a pick'em, right? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I all right, but also, also the Bills do have something to play for. They need that number one seed yeah. to get that by, and they're gonna go hard for that because the Chiefs they have a cakewalk of a schedule to close out the season. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, do you guys like anything on the over-under here, 49-and-a-half? This is kind of what I mind. This feels like the classic Monday night game of the year where it's just going to be so awesome, and you're going to remember where you were when you watched this game. Mm. So that By saying that, you would say the over, if I'm, but I'm, I'm, I don't know yet because I don't know if there's weird weather stuff in Cincinnati. I'm going to stay away from that for now. Part of me thinks that the total is too high. Like, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of on the opposite side of you is like, I think this defense, the Bills' defense, can shut Cincinnati down, and Cincinnati's defense has shown glimpses of being able to stop pretty good offenses. Uh, I don't think I'll take it. Like I, I did take Buffalo on the look ahead at minus one and a half, so I do have that. But 
I probably won't double down or take anything else. Yeah, I lean I lean Buffalo with you guys. I don't know if I'm going to play it, but I just lean the under too. So I lean Buffalo and the under. So those are kind of my two thoughts there. Man, it, it's tough. It's just hard to go against Cincinnati because they've been so good to us this year. But what a fun game, bro. That's such a game. Yeah, I, I lean Buffalo there too. But we're going to have to wrap it up. Let's do the podcast parlay and let's get out of here. Uh, Connor's pick. Connor is still picking. Panthers plus three. <laughs> good for Connor. That was my pick, uh, but Connor is on Panthers plus three. Hold your nose. We're going to go Broncos plus 12 and a half. Oh, gosh. Mm. In the parlay. Oof. Broncos plus 12 and a half. Okay. Grant, you have anything? Because I'm struggling. Look. I'm, I'm going to play the Falcons first half against the Cardinals. It should be under three points. Um, I one just, and a half. Yeah, what? One and a half. Yeah, I'm going to play the Falcons one, minus one and a half first half against the Cardinals. I just don't trust this Cardinals team. I think the Falcons can run the ball. I think they can take an early lead. I don't know if they're going to cover the full spread. The three and a half kind of freaks me out the hook there. Um, but I kind of like the first half play on it. So that'll, I'm going to add that one to the parlay. Okay. All right, I'm seeing here. I'm trying to see here. I really wanted to take the Panthers. I wish we could just do like Panthers money line and plus three. I love the Panthers this week. I I only care about the Panthers this week. I don't care about any other football game this week. <laughs> oh man. Um. All right, I'm in. I'm I'm in between a couple here. Bears plus six. No, let's do the over in Jets Seahawks. Let's do yeah. the over in Jets Seahawks. All right, so we have Falcons first half minus one and a half, Broncos plus 12 and a half, Panthers plus three. Okay, all right, let's do it. Like that it. is the podcast parlay this week. It is Atlanta Falcons first half minus one and a half against the Arizona Cardinals, Jets, Seahawks over 42 and a half, Panthers plus three against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And then the gross Denver Broncos plus 12 and a half at Kansas City. That is the podcast parlay this week in week 17. That's a that's a weird one. I loved last week's, but maybe the gross one hits. Yeah. I think the that's what it takes. Yeah, the gross ones have hit before. Yeah, these are these are some gross plays in here. A lot of plus signs in here. We have the Falcons first half. We're back with the first half plays. Uh, yep. but all right. That'll, that, that's it. Anybody else have anything? I do have Giants Colts. That'll be the preview. Oh, I am writing that one out. this week. 10 oh, you're, you're writing. I'm writing one this week. Next week, I will not have one. This is the, this might be my last one of the season if they don't have me do one for the playoffs. So, 10 a.m. Uh, 10 a.m. Sunday. Writing that. He's got a wedding this week, and he's still doing it. Grinding. Grinding in the content game. Dylan, best of luck this week with all the wedding stuff. All the best. Wish we could be there. Good luck. Happy wedding to you and Abby. Uh, Grant, you got anything? No, guys. Just uh, happy new year, man. Oh, For yeah. Sure. We'll talk in 2023. There we go. We got yeah. a basketball pod coming next week with Connor and I. We got guests coming on next week. It's super exciting. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for 2022, all of you listeners. And uh, we'll see you all next year. Bye.